So what do you say we record a show? All right. Ladies and gentlemen, from beautiful Austin-adjacent Leander, Texas, the most prolific independent film podcast of all time. We talk shit so you don't have to. He's Clarkson. I'm Jim. Together, we, we, we are the Film Thugs. And now we're going to do it. God damn. Beginning of this song just makes me want to pose. I do it all the time. Yeah. I'm doing it now. Just fucking power stances. Woo! Yeah, 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 yeah. I got the dragon by the jewels. Yes. This song should be, like, that song should have just been called Dragon. <laughs> there's a band out there that's called Dragon. Probably. Th- excuse me. Aren't there 30 bands yeah. out there called Dragon? Yeah, and they're just, they're all different. They're all a totally unique uh, listening experience. Well, yeah, I, I totally just assumed. did. And you didn't even take a moment? Wow. Well, all right. Well, that was a... Yeah, why don't I shove a broom up my ass and sweep the floor while I'm at it? Do it all the time, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. This beer, is. Tenet's Whiskey Oak Aged in a Barrel Beer Scottish thing, yeah. has the same alcohol content as Natty Daddy. Yes, it does. Most of them are sitting around six, so, you know. Mm. But it has a much nicer flavor than Natty Daddy. What is that? That's delicious beer. <laughs> what is this? What is? I don't trust this. Hey, you say that. Yeah. I don't get the reputation for bringing the bum beer over. Uh, I mean, uh, a more dude, affordable dude, beer. I, I have got to, I'm the one who bought Natty Daddy. I got a cooler air mm-hmm. over here. Mm-hmm. Ice down for the nor'easter. Ah. A vice cold Negro Modelo. Ooh. Ooh not, fancy. Not man. Blanco Modelo. Fuck no. no. Look at me. Yeah. Come on. Um, Get the fuck out of here with that. You know what's interesting thing I found out? Fucking maniac. You know the, uh, um, I was like, oh, American beers are so much. Oh, wait. I probably should have gotten the white one, huh? Uh, I'm doing this all wrong. I'm terrible at being a Nazi. <laughs> Wow. Uh, I'll just stop. Yes. Ah, good call. Um, you know how there's that whole American beer week compared to Europeans and shit? You know how people always say that? Yeah, show? yeah, yeah. And it's because our show's a lower percentage because we do alcohol by volume. In Europe, they do alcohol by weight. Oh. Yes. So, there yeah. you are. There you go. Makes sense to me. This is tasty. Mm. It's got a big T on it. Mm-hmm. I find that charming. Oh, they're very charming. What is that? What is that? I don't know. Is it? An, it's uh, vaguely Saint Pauli esque. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that, by the way. Not a problem at all. It's like someone mixed a Saint Pauli with like a Boddington's. Yeah, and it's sweeter. Mm-hmm. Just a skosh. Uh, an, an inch bit Just sweeter. A little bit. A little bit sweeter. A bit sweeter. A tad sweeter. Uh. A tard sweet. A wee. A wee. Bit goodness, sir. Goodness, sir. <laughs> a tard sweet. A tard sweet. Had <laughs> so goodness, man. So, uh-huh. um, nothing really interesting. So why does she want to be a country singer so badly? Well, <laughs> besides being clinically insane. A, not a whole lot of interesting has happened this week. I'm sitting to w- waiting to find out. Uh, come 9 p.m., I believe, our, 9 or 10 p.m. our time, we'll be able to go in and start selecting the next week's movies mm. for... I kind of dig this format of you have to pick, you can only pick a certain amount. It's it's kind of, it's enjoyable. I almost think the next one we do should be a low ball. See who can get, well, although that's too easy. It's pretty easy. 
Yeah. You, but you'd have to have ground rules, like yeah. not limited release. Right, right. You know. You've got you've to figure out, you can't just go in. You, just don't ooh, pick the art pictures. You have to spend at least 600 of your 1,000. Right. And whoever has the lowest amount wins. Right. That's interesting. Like, I came up with an idea for a loser's bracket war where um, like you take the four teams with the worst record and make them do a round robin, except you advance by losing. And so at the end, whoever loses the last game gets the loser trophy. Wow. I think that nice. That would be awesome. San Andreas would have uh, won you, actually. Really? They made a lot of money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I picked, San, I picked me some San Andreas and some, you know, the, I, I think all of us picked the same top three. Mm. So, uh, and for those of you who are interested in joining, you can still get in on it. Our league is the Film Thugs 2015. Oh, for... Fantasy Movie League, the Film Thugs 2015, and the password is Porterhouse. With a P. With a capital P. Nice. Porterhouse, as in the delicious steak. Mm. I'm enjoying this beer. So, since we, really, nothing that I want to talk about has happened in the world. Oh, have, yeah. Have you seen the, uh, what? Go ahead. Go on. No, no, no. No, I, uh, the only thing new that's happened uh-huh. is, uh, because I've just been going on and on and on about Fury Road. Yes. Nicole's like, okay, fine. She went and got the other movies. Yeah. So we watched those this weekend. Uh Uh-huh. Like in a row, basically. Wow. You're a real turkey. (laughs) Um, I'm running, he's running away from a rape, dude. I I know my wife. So we avoided uh, Mad Max, the original. Okay. Because, you know, slower paced for that kind of thing. Yeah. So you did 70. a double feature. You did a double feature of Mad Max. Uh, uh, excuse me, a Road, Road Warrior, Warrior and Thunderdome. Thunder She's like, oh, well, mm. narratively, of course, didn't make one bit of fucking oh. difference. Not at all. Yeah. But you do get a better feeling about the character. Yeah. Uh, a more sense of Max or whatever. Right. His world. It's like, okay, okay. Didn't make that her experience is any yeah. better than it was or whatever, but right. she gets it more. Okay. Because it's a pretty... Deep into the pool, yeah. you don't have any—I mean, almost zero experience with post post-apocalyptic film at all. Right, zero. Uh huh. An Australian post-apocalyptic. Oh God! So yeah. it's a it's a bit. We're it's a it's a comfortable pair of shoes for us. The Australians don't mess around with yeah, that like, shit at um, all. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Didn't yeah. make it better. So I don't like going out and getting a fucking Mad Max back piece anytime soon. Mm-hmm. But uh, she was like, "Oh mm-hmm. well." Okay, I get this. So, now. so th- this whole thing fascinating to me that the whole men's groups <laughs> I, um, freaking out about it. I don't know. Uh, Hope has just discovered this thread of dudes out there that refer themselves as red pills. Red well, pill. Yeah, we had this discussion. Yeah, had, the... She's told me some of the new ones and just the total blackout. Like you know, yeah, you know, from just giving it to my wife, she's had some tearing, and so she's like not it. And all these dudes like, dude, she's shit testing you. She shit. No, oh. you, you jag. You, you, you're injured. Like, good God. We could uh, we could have a whole show about that. Yeah. We really could. Yeah. About that whole phenomenon is wildly insecure dudes taking really, it out on the world. Really, really scary. Guys who never got picked first, and now they're like, yo, but I lift, bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What a bunch of assholes. It's just, uh, and she read me some of the, the letters where the dudes are like, yeah, so, you know, it was at my wife's college graduation. 
saw this hot girl. She walked around. And it basically turned this whole, like, tried to pick up some chick at his wife slash her boyfriend's graduation. Got shot down, turned it into a win. Yeah, as I was walking back with my, she was totally checking me out. She was pointing at me with her boyfriend. Yeah, saying, that's the asshole. <laughs> but to him, it's like, yeah, that's the man you've got to be like, bro. You know? I, it, this whole story about... idiocracy on... Oh, yeah. On Selena Gomez in an airport. She 90. totally wanted to fuck me because I threw out a couple of jokes at her. She was totally into me. And all the other guys will give me like, what's up, bro? Remember that pickup artist show on VH1? Yes, I do. With Mister the Mystery Method. Yeah. That, was that his name? Yes, his name was Mystery. Yes, his given Christian name. Yes, his mystery. Christian name was Mystery. M. Mystery. Yes, yes. From the Long Island Mysteries. <laughs> oddly enough, oddly enough, wasn't even changed at Ellis Island. Nice. Yeah. They were from the Danzig area of Poland. <laughs> yeah. 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 His dad wasn't in the picture. Right. Um, so he had to learn everything from his mama. Ah, I see. His mom was a clinically insane woman. And from Krypton. From Krypton. She drank a lot of Sterno. <laughs> That's where this man's plan came from. Right. Right. My shame's about right. The more you know. See? Fun yeah. facts. Fun facts. You learn. You learn. We give you knowledge here. It seems like a lot of that yeah. talk, uh-huh. but not a work. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, well as far as you the know. thing is, what, basically, <laughs> the mystery method is, is of a couple of, there's a couple of things here. here giant here. hat, mm-hmm. giant feathery, or was it yeah. furry? It was fuzzy. It was a big fuzzy top hat, wear some right. goggles. You have to have your avatar together. Uh, I see. Yeah. Um, you, what, here's, here's how it works. I'll sum it up for you. Find a find an attractive girl who looks a little insecure, and then just fucking feed that insecurity as much as possible. Right, right. That's what the whole method is. Okay, do I need a uh, lipstick kiss tattoo on my? You neck? don't need it. Okay, but it certainly doesn't hurt. Right. Evidently, right. yeah. Then you just gotta neg them. Just gotta neg them. You know. Sure. What? That's 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 being negative. That's oh. like you know, that, that's that's basically tearing her down. It's like, gotcha. yeah, you know, I think yeah, most girls wouldn't wear something like that. Huh. Mm-hmm. I see. Yeah, it's. it's you have ba- to be a fucking moron. You have to be a douchebag who's a step <laughs> away, like idiot. <laughs> Imagine a date rapist. Now take it back about a half a click. <laughs> Imagine not you're a, in not Vegas like a cool way of saying. Under- cold. Underneath the plane that's yeah. crop dusting said town in yes. axe. Yes, uh-huh. Now, here's the thing. When I say dial it down to click, I don't mean like a cool way of saying kilometer. I mean <laughs> like tick, half a tick, and you're, uh, you're there, man. You got the, the method. Grown-ass man calls himself mystery. <laughs> Dresses like that and then doesn't immediately say any woman who would go out with this is horrible. Yeah, I, I, I'm just trying to get back at my mama. I don't know. It's uh, work, you piece of shit. There we go. It's scary. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> what some guys will do to women out there. Wonders. Or boys, if you're Denny Hastert. What? Allegedly, in my opinion. Booze and soft cheeses. I'm also supposed to abstain from bus crashes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Teddy, uh, what I love with Teddy is not even allegedly. 
Oh, Teddy, no. Yeah, he's in Randall. Any answer, it's a question mark. Yeah. All of any answer is yeah. awful. Yeah, but still a question mark. Uh huh. Ted, no. Ted is like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the statement. That ran happened. away. That, that broad, that broad drowned. Oh, that happened. Yeah, that's for reals. That was not imagined. <laughs> Oy vey. Oh, really like that man. Yeah, over and over and over and over and over again. <sighs> Good stuff. So, this week. Lance Hendrickson? Yep. Lance Hendrickson. What'd you do after you spend uh, three what, weeks? Like three weeks? Four. Like I think it was four weeks. weeks. It was four weeks. Solid month of recording of Superman. Of the worst imaginable Superman. So far. So far. I haven't read the Smith one. I we haven't either. have the Kevin Smith one. Yeah, we do. And that will be our next reading because, not because we're, you know, like into Superman, but they're, they just happen to be two of the most known unproduced. Hey, if y'all can find more. Uh, Unproduced superhero scripts that are somewhere in the range of that kind of awful. Yeah. Well, anything that's sort of a notorious unproduced. Yeah. I'd be down for that. Yes. I'd be totally down for that, man. Notorious unproduced. Yeah. Well, that's the third show. Yeah. Notorious unproduced. There we are. Oh, man. So. So, yeah, Lance Hendrickson. It took about, oh, I'd say one actual click. Yeah. Time to to, uh, pick this topic. Man. Because if if uh, Kurt Russell is our His Holiness and our Lord and Savior on yeah. the show, uh, Lance Hendrickson is certainly a saint. Yeah, a oh, saint whoa. of getting it done. Yeah, man, yeah. Just man was illiterate until thirty, which is around the time much. he started acting, and he learned how to read off of scripts. Pretty much over and about five six years. Yeah, this dude had a rough time of it. His parents divorced when he was two, mm-hmm. and here's. <laughs> Uh, by the time he was eight, he had spent time in two orphanages, a boarding school, and a foster home. Yeah. Holy Wait, crap, Took off dude. around 12, 13 years old, uh, hitchhiking across the country. At that point, it's not that huge a leap from what he'd been living as, you no. know? He'd, God damn. The world had given up on Lance Hendrickson, uh, but Lance had not given up on the world. At some point in that time, he wound up in Tucson, uh-huh. arrested for vagrancy, in jail. Uh, Lee Marvin came in. To sh- he was doing shooting something there. Uh-huh. They paid him and everybody else in there, uh, arrested for vagrancy, $5 to play a platoon marching in the background. Oh, wow. And Lee Marvin uh, showed up. That was Lance Hendrickson saying it was his first brush with acting. Nice. A Letterman interview back in the 90s. See, then after that, what happened was they, they hosed him down in the basement, <laughs> yes. broke out, and that was the basis yep. for first I can drive a tank! Yeah, the pocket guys! Oh, man. Oh. Oh, my God, that is cold. That is cold. It is definitely one of the coldest beers I've had. <sighs> That's good. Mm. That is good. Is this a bohemian? What the hell? I don't know. I don't know what I'm asking. I'm thinking about Shawshank Redemption. There's another beer called Bohemia. Bohemia, yeah. But I think, I don't know. Doesn't matter. Doesn't, doesn't matter. Whatever it is, it's free. Yes. Yes. See, I cut this guy. Did you steal beer? <laughs> no, no. Free to you, man. Oh, well, all right. I had, I was going to print his full filmography. <laughs> I did. And when I saw it was 11 I pages, 12 I said. pages here. Then I was like, hey, a bio. His bio's 13 pages. <laughs> And the rest of the show will be us reading those in their entirety. So, here we go. Page one. An intense, versatile actor. No. Uh, We're not going to go through all that. We're we're not going to go through every one of his films because 
Uh, Lance wouldn't either. Oh, God, God, no. And as an aside, if you want the best interview I've heard, and I've heard a lot, yes, uh, you need to download the Chewing It episode. With Lance. Oh, yeah. With Lance Hendrickson <laughs> on iTunes. Mm-hmm. And while you're there, yes. rate and review our show. Wow, that was seamless. Fucking Synergy. Synergistic. I cut his thing down to three pages because right. I went with things that I'd either seen or heard of. <laughs> I just highlighted the things was, that I'd seen or cared about. I was very selective with this one. If I hadn't heard of it, I didn't print it. And let me tell you, it was 11 pages. I've got three. Yeah, yeah. A lot of shit that I was like, that's a movie? (laughs) That's a... He's on... I'm just... He's on more box covers than posters. That's right. And what's wrong with that? Nothing. Nothing at all. Not a a thing. Nothing He he says on the uh, Chew It podcast that... He has a lot of films he called us alimony films. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. But he also has a bunch of films that are just him going to work. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Christopher Walken, uh, it doesn't really matter what he does. Right. He's just doing it. And I don't really get behind slamming Nick Cage because he's basically doing the same yeah, thing. Yeah. There are times he turns it on. There are times he doesn't. Yeah. More often than not, Nick Cage doesn't turn yeah, it on. And, they're right, and the checks he's getting are a lot bigger. Yeah. So I... I excuse it more from him than anyone else yeah. because, brother, when they're backing that money truck up, y- yeah. Yeah. You could have a good movie, a big movie. You could not have another movie project or anything for months. Yeah. Here's I, some money. Do this. Okay. One of my favorite statements from an interview was uh, Timothy Oliphant when he was on uh, The Nerdist. And he was talking about you know a bunch of the different roles he's done in like the, you know, the lifestyle. And he goes, yeah, you got a house. You got the house paid for, you know. I had to shave my fucking head and shoot a movie in Hungary to do it, but hey, that's what you do. Exactly. I, I just love the. I just love it whenever an actor is willing to be like, "Yeah, I did that for a check," and that's it. I'm not going to pretend that it was anything else because this is a trade. Yeah, and yeah. this is my lunch pail, and I'm reporting to work. Henry Rollins. I read a, an article, one of his articles, uh, in response to the. Uh, re- religious freedom things that are going around with that. And he said, oh, yeah, yeah. I would sell pizza to neo-Nazis because it's not my fucking business. No. To ju- You're going to come in and buy a bunch of it? It's not me endorsing it. It's me doing my fucking job. Business. I don't give a shit. That's it. I I'm an actor. Now, I'm not saying if I was an actor, I'd be in a neo-Nazi you know, propaganda film unless the not paycheck was big enough, you know? <laughs> Let me tell you something about neo-Nazi propaganda <laughs> films. Post Lenny Ravenstahl, not so, uh, not so good. Not so good. <laughs> and the budget, we're, pretty we're thin. We're talking way far thin. No, here. S- no snacks. No snacks. No. no. Actually, you know it's worse. Y- you may the you may s- get a bag of peanuts from a guy named Gunner. The only snacks someone's wife made ambrosia, <laughs> and nobody touches it no, because. No. Has there ever been a time that you've gone to a potluck or anything and gone, ooh, thank God, ambrosia. Thank God, I've got particles suspended in you. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, that is... So we don't really have the problem of of, of running into that problem. No, no. Uh, no. Neo-Nazi propaganda films. And let's face it, if they had a casting call for neo-Nazi propaganda films, (laughs) they'd be like, you two. Yeah. Hey, guys, come here. Guess which one's really German? You know, <laughs> it, it it would be fun for them to be well, a little game. It'd be fun. It'd be a little, little fun. But uh, that is the sort of mindset these folks have, where it's like that movie sucks. Yeah. Well, it, Michael Caine. Have you seen Jaws: The Revenge? No, but I hear it's dreadful. 
but I have seen the house that it bought, and I can tell you it's lovely. Right. Like, fuck yes. Dude. Yes, if, yes. If you got paid enough to buy a mansion and have scratch left over to fill said mansion after purchase, e- sorry, yeah. any motherfucker out there that's like, uh, um, you know, any of our people out there are call. Oh, hold on. We have a caller. Okay. Um, yes, guys. I wouldn't do that. Why is that? Um, it's called Standard. First of all, yes. what's your name and where are you calling from? Uh, my name is Alex, okay, and nice. I am calling from Redondo Beach. I see. Uh, and I'm in my sled right now, all right. so... Uh, all right. I don't know what that is. I'm driving, dude. Oh, okay. Put it together. Hey, don't be neg with hey, me, Hey, 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 hey. Well, you make me act like that. Well. Look, what I'm saying is it's called integrity. Right. All right? You don't get a bitchin' convertible in Redondo... Mm. By just selling yourself to anyone who comes along. So what do you do, Alex? <sighs> what do you do? I do a lot of different things, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you like, know? Uh, like a lot of things for someone else, or you have your well, own business? Or? I mean, this and that. I got, look. <laughs> what, what, what does this and that mean? <laughs> I got, I got, a, lot of, I got, a, got, got a, lot of, a lot of different irons in the fire. All so I'm saying a, is... you're a blacksmith? Yeah. You know, argument's sake, yes. Okay? Okay. Okay, argument's sake. What I'm saying is, as a blacksmith, mm-hmm. if... Some guy came in and said, hey, blacksmith, we want you to smith something that says that you don't like, that we don't like black people. Fuck you. That's all I'm saying. Or if you said, hey, I don't like black people, and I want you to make a gate. I'm not going to make your gate to keep black people out. Right. So, you know, you guys are wrong. Good. Thank you, Alex. Well, yeah, okay. Thank you. Love you guys. Good. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, Something like that. That was horrible improv on my part. <laughs> but um, I wasn't really thinking. And uh, I've had, at this point, more beer than food today, and I'm only on my second beer. Cheers. Yeah, so this show's going to get uh, <laughs> irie Interesting. here. Um, but no, these guys... <laughs> to pull it back in, to, to go back to what we were talking about here, these are the actors who are like, yes, it, I, it is my job. It is a trade. It is a craft. It is whatever you whatever. call it. It's a fucking job. Yeah, uh-huh. saint of. It's a job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking job. Yeah. Yes, there's art involved. Yeah. Yes, there's creativity involved. Of course there is. It's a job. And when you get to a point that you're able to say mm, several million dollars, no, no, I'm not doing that. Right. More power to you. Yeah. I'm not there. Uh, honestly, when I'm looking at it, bear in mind, Nick Cage, on most of the gigs he does, gets paid enough for if, to retire. Oh, certainly. Yeah. I mean, granted, the man owes a lot of money to, you know, the IRS, things like that. But sure. if somebody were to come up to you, uh, we have said this before, we need you guys to write and direct the Superman movie. The script is due by Tuesday. Done. And it's going to star, you know, Holly Shore. Sounds good. At, you know, although now the test would be, actually, it's going to star Russell Brand as Superman. Right. Done. 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 Look at me. I don't, I don't even yeah. care. I don't care. Yeah, we'll, I'm way past we, it. We'll pay you $10 million each. Fine. <laughs> done. Done. And you, mm-hmm. it's, it's unbelievably done. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Not a problem. Is there a giant spider you need, Peters? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Done. Oh, okay. Fucking done. We're having it. That's why, like, um, Robert Ben Grant, uh, Granat, um, Robert Ben Garrett, I keep I Ooh. can't pronounce his name right. Hmm. Uh, I think it, it's Garrett and okay. Tom Lennon mm-hmm. from the state. 
Right. Uh, they wrote like the Night at the Museum movies. Mm-hmm. They were on Her- Herbie Fully Loaded, and they got fired because they refused to write a scene where Herbie smiled, where the the car smiled. They were like, "That's fucking stupid. They can't be. Ser- they cannot be serious about that," and didn't do it. Look. Those guys are really, really talented yeah. and really, really funny. Uh-huh. And I'm sure they have their reasons. Mm-hmm. And their reasons I totally respect. Yeah. And I can speak for my buddy here. Yeah. Jim and I yes. would have chosen differently. Oh, God. The, the car would have been smiling from frame one till the end if they'd wanted it. Yeah, but it would have been called Herbie Smile. Uh, Herbie the Smile. We'd have found a way car. to get Daryl Hall and John Oates yeah. to re-record Herbie Sarah Smile into Herbie mm-hmm. Smile. Mm-hmm. That's how much... I would have that fucking car smiling. Yeah. Because uh, you're paying me to. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, was, and also... Tell the, me about some something on on one of the shows that's too, This American Life. Uh-huh. Talking about a script that someone... He, he wrote, it turned into some movie and sold the mm-hmm. script, and then it turned into something else. We've talked about it a yeah, thousand that, times. That's how what one happens story to fucking gets, script. You know, fucking hard target original script gets turned into... Uh, uh, fucking hope floats by the time it's yeah, over. Yeah. Whatever. So she's telling me the story about this guy, and he's complaining on This American Life or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I stopped her. Did he complain? Yeah, well, yeah, a little bit about about you know just the process in Hollywood and like. I'm, did he sell it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Yep. You can. You're free to talk about it if you want to. Yeah. Me? I don't uh, give a fuck. Right. I don't care. I don't give a fuck how much I put in those characters. I don't right. care how much they mean to me, yeah. my personal story, or my journey. <laughs> I don't really give a fuck. This yeah. story is about my dad mm-hmm. and me mm-hmm. growing up on the ranch and what it meant to me, and it all ends in, you know, some tragedy or whatever. Um, You're welcome. Shut up. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We yeah. want to take this story. We're going to turn it into a space odyssey with an elephant named uh, Steve. You're all jealous! <laughs> There it is. Exactly. Yeah. Right, well, mm-hmm. do you need to see how many zeros are on the check? Uh, is the check going to clear? Yes, it's going to clear. Sold. Yep. Uh, now, granted. Sold. Does that make uh, me a whore? I don't know. I don't know. I don't really give a shit. Yeah. Either. I'm sorry. Anytime you're selling what you're doing, you're compromising. Period. <sighs> anytime you're putting it out there for people to buy, eh, you can compromise. So, yeah. If one of our uh, sponsors actually became a sponsor, uh-huh. yeah, I need you to show Burger King. Okay. Okay. Hey, have you had these chicken fries? Hey, you know you can buy two hot croissants <laughs> for only two bucks right now at Burger King. Yeah. Burger King is our sponsor. The but if only... they were, oh man, I'd, See, I'd have you buying some fucking croissant with cheese. I, I like promoting things for, for personal reasons. Like I think everybody should see San Andreas because that chick from True Detective is in it and she is stupid gorgeous and I want her to be in everything else. The You know the one I'm talking about. The Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. She's fan. Oh my God. Mm, She's mm, really mm, good. Mm, mm, mm. She was on an episode of It's Always Sunny that was her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to see it. <laughs> I'm not going to go see the thing because it doesn't look like a movie I would enjoy. Yeah, but. Yeah, and it has Carly Gugino in it. 
Yeah. That's another one. Yeah, she's the one, like I told Hope that she's one of the ones that would be my, like my cheat. The, and she was like, I could see that. Okay, cool. And she, <laughs> as long as you understand. She and I share a birthday. Oh. Yes, I know. So we'd have, right off you the bat, to. I've got an icebreaker with her. I'd be like, hey. <laughs> you know, we, we <laughs> share yeah, a birthday. You don't mind if I put both my arms around you on this wall, do you? <laughs> <laughs> why you look, tell you things. Why are you looking around? <laughs> why are you looking around? Oh, I can hear you. Most girls wouldn't wear a dress like that. <laughs> they d- they think it was ugly. <laughs> why are you wearing an ugly dress? The do fuck? you like me now? Mm. <laughs> now, say my name. Mm. Here's the beauty of <laughs> not to deviate entirely off subject. Lance Hendrickson has been making movies for fifty for fifty four years. That's right, fifty four goddamn years. Which mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. now, now that I think on it, doesn't really add up with the didn't start acting until he was thirty, because uh, that would make yeah. him eighty. Yeah. Um, first one was the outside, outsider uncredited in nineteen sixty one. Uh huh. Yeah. Nineteen sixty one. But there's a difference between but his first real movie was with Sydney Sydney Lemay. Yeah. Which one was that? Uh, Dog Day Afternoon. Huh. I don't know if I've ever heard of that. Yeah. 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 What is this movie? What is this? He shoots a dude in the face, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He shoots Jim uh, uh, um, John Cazale in the face. Yeah. I was gonna say Jim Caviezel. No, he doesn't shoot Jim Caviezel. He in doesn't. The face. Not that we haven't all wanted to do that at least I'll once. I'll say, <laughs> fucking papist. Yeah, I haven't seen Passion of the Christ. So, I don't know. But I didn't care for him and pay it forward. That little, that little kid took a chance on him. Dude. Well, uh, oh, taking a chance. Okay, Haley Joel Osment, I fucking love that dude because he seems to be the opinion like, I'm just going to do shit that I think looks cool. He was in Eric Jean Roche's uh, The Spoils of Babylon. Uh. He pops up on The Soup. He's got a movie coming out on Netflix this month called Sex Ed, where he plays a, a sex ed teacher who's determined to make a difference in the life of his students, despite the fact that he's a virgin. Sounds like, good to me. Okay, awesome. I fucking totally. Again, yeah. He. Someone said, "Here's the check." Yeah. What do you think? It's kind of funny. Uh huh. Um. Want to do it? Yeah. Sure. He definitely seems to be in the. I want to have fun doing shit that I think is cool. That's the only thing phase. that should matter at this point. Yeah. I've reached a, an age where. Is this going to be a good time? I'll do shit for money. I would do movies for money, but once I get to where it's like, okay, wait, so I'm set. Okay, I'm not doing movies anymore. This one will be wacky, stupid fun. Oh, well. Well, all right, then I'll do it. No, but making money's fun. So oh, yeah. You, yeah. To write and make money? Oh, goodness, no. Yeah, no, not that. <laughs> oh, fuck that. Let me go back to digging fucking post holes. <laughs> <laughs> At least you know you're doing something. Jesus Christ. Where are we going to work? Ugh. What? Maybe yeah. that's why. Yeah. It's not like work. Yeah. What is this? What, what, what does, the, what what does baffled mean? What? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, so, anyway. Dog Day Afternoon, he had a very small part, but was really good in it. Yeah. Uh, I, I just remember he, he stood out. At one point, he was uh, some scene in the movie, and he was mad at somebody and the next thing next time the guy was going to walk into, into the frame of the shot he just wanted to kill the guy uh-huh. if I see this motherfucker again I'm going to kill him anyway they did did whatever and Sydney came up to him and said I don't know what you're doing but keep doing it <laughs> and according to Lance and yeah. the uh, the podcast that we referenced before yeah. chewing it he's like I, I, oh wait a minute this is possible <laughs> 
<laughs> what I'm doing. What, what I'm doing is it's, it's this is yes. I'm doing this. Uh-huh. I can remember that emotion or whatever, yeah. and and someone says, "Yeah, that's a good job." Uh huh. Then the light goes off. Hey, I can actually do this for a living. Yeah. Yes, you can, motherfucker. Yes, mm-hmm. you can. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And he went on and made three other films with yeah. Sidney Lumet. He was in. Uh, let's see. Let's talk through some of the other shit that he did because Dog Day is good. I don't remember him in Network. He is uncredited background. Like he's sunny. in a background uh, lawyer slash producer when um, all of it, all of the um, oh fuck, Beal stuff starts kicking off. Okay, so they start spinning off other shows, uh-huh. and they have the uh, like Black Panther Hour right, and all uh-huh. that. And there's the the lady who's in the Black Power movement, uh-huh. and he's one of the lawyers in the background, like, taking notes. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> so he's in this much in the same way Sonny Melendrez was in Rocky. I suppose. Except Sonny had a line, so. Right, but he's there. And he's talk. He has a line. It's just it's oh. passing. All right. Well, there we go. Uh, <clears throat> see, and Close Encounters are the third time. I don't... Third time. Third time, baby. Close Encounters are the third kind. I don't recollect... Uh, I've seen it. I don't recollect him in it. Uh, Dreyfus was such a fucking monster in that yeah. thing. Oh man! See, there was a there was a time with a lot of these actors where you were so greatly overshadowed by sure. you know how I mean, he was great in Dog Day, but I'm sorry when you got fucking well, Pacino and Casale the just same thing nailing it like he's happy yeah. to be there, man. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> thanks for inviting me. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. No big deal. God, man, there's a lot of these things, but the one to talk about, I think we should just jump right into the deep end. Damien, Owen Part 2. Yes, where he played Sheriff... Uh, no, he played uh, Sergeant Neff. Sergeant Neff. Who oh. uh, is the only one, apparently, on the base with uh, teenage Damien who says, wait, I I know it all. <laughs> okay. I got it all figured out, and this is what you need to do. You have three sixes on your head. <laughs> Hey, wait a minute. Which means things. So yeah. I have read a book. Before you run off into that dock and drown yourself, which you can't possibly do. Uh-huh. Since the powers of darkness course through your veins. Go read the Bible and then look at your hair. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> no. In my mind, that is verbatim what was in that's it. Just go read the Bible and look at your hair. Yeah. It's all I'm asking. That's all I want to know. Kind of what happens. <laughs> Terminator. Yeah. Now, he originally was going to be the Terminator. Which he did not know he was going to be the originally considered to be the Terminator for 20 years after. Yeah. Yeah. 20 fucking years. He had done, um, what had he done with Jimmy Cameron before? Jimmy Uh, C.K. Piranha 2, The Spawning. Right. (laughs) So he was in that. And and Cameron was. You want to know why you don't fucking turn down work at a certain point? Because you can never tell when the guy directing the piece of shit you're in is going to be James Think Goddamn like Cameron. Anything you do, whatever whatever profession you have, yeah. if you're a lawyer, if you're a doctor, yeah. you're not listening to the show. Yeah. Whatever the fuck <laughs> you are, well, yeah. <laughs> all the people you know, if you worked long enough in that industry, uh-huh. know someone else that knows someone else that yeah. knows someone else. Yeah. Networking is networking. Yeah. At one point, the guy sitting next to you at the bar. If uh-huh. you're working in the same industry, may wind up being. Let's take mine. Happens all the time. Some guy who's just some pissant builder uh-huh. for one pissant um, company, whatever he may be, a pain in the ass, but you don't, you don't piss him off too much because there's a chance he may open up his own firm or, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, and it's all. It's all tied together. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. never know. One guy could be a president of a company someday. Yeah, you don't piss somebody off. I have the best networking story ever. So my mom, 
back in the day when she was younger, much, much younger, went out on a date with a guy. And somehow shit got weird with this dude and somebody else. And my mom gets like fucking forehead cut open. There's some shit at a bar. My mom. Good Lord. And the dude like leaves. Okay. (laughs) Years later, he applies for a job at my grandfather's construction company. My grandpa remembers his name and just sits there like, "Uh uh-huh. The balls you have showing your face in this room. (laughs) It's not as though Dinwiddie is that. Fucking common a last name, yeah. you dumb motherfucker. Yeah. And my grandpa, very cool, just like, what makes you think you're the kind of man I'd want to have? <laughs> just very cool, knocked him the fuck out. Right. Well, so, same thing with Jimmy Cameron. Yeah. yeah. They just happen to be friends. Yeah. They worked on a film together. Mm-hmm. Cameron brought him in just to help him with the pitch, just the pitch right. for Terminator. Right. So he took some foil out of a pack of cigarettes, put uh-huh. it in his teeth, Took a punk rock shirt, cut it open, cut himself, kicked in the door 15 minutes before Cameron enters, and just kind of roughs the place up a bit. Freaks the people out, then Cameron comes in and pitches. Nice. He only did it for one uh, pr- uh, production house, and then that was it. And yeah. He didn't think anything about it. Yeah. Before, and mm-hmm. in all those years between, betwixt that time, mm-hmm. people are saying, oh, you know, you're supposed to be the Terminator. You're supposed <clears throat> to be the Terminator. Yeah, of course. He finally yeah, talks yeah. to, wow, oh, fuck, I can't remember her last name, Gail, whatever, who's yeah. the producer on. Uh, Terminator when mm. they did a a uh, panel comment track yeah. oh commentary for our special edition uh-huh. he's like people always tell me I was supposed to be the Terminator is that true because I've been telling them it's bullshit for years uh-huh. no no <laughs> you were oh fuck so he spent like twenty years <laughs> oh fuck just yeah. like uh, no no that, I've been telling them no yeah Schwarzenegger read for Kyle Reese right mm. yeah. Oh, by the way, how did this get made? We need to have sex in the back of this car. How did this get made? Just came out with their one on Hercules. Hercules in the city? Yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. I'm Hercules. I'm Hercules. I'm Hercules. 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 It's great. Evan, I haven't seen it. Have you seen it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, from what I understand, Arnold is okay. Pretzi is where it's fucking at. It is. It is. Pretzi. And it, the, like, there's a bit, even in the one where they don't dub him. Mm-hmm. They have like a bit where his voice is d- that where his voice comes through a radio, but it's the dubbed guy. <laughs> yes, um, yeah, and yes. it's always that dude that you imagine what Steve Reeves sounds like, but it's somebody doing like a cheap Charlton Heston impression. I am Hercules, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. But that would be a weird one. Schwarzenegger as the Terminator, fucking perfect. It really was back in that really time because that was back when he didn't look like a person. Oh no! He had that no. square steroid jaw <laughs> that just beyond fucking real. Like no, 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 you can't. And, and here's the weird thing: that wasn't even him in competition shape. <laughs> that was him in Hollywood. Let's, let's yeah. smoke some weed and hang out with some chicks. That it's was fun. that was. I mean, I'm having a beer every now and then. Shape for him. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is him off psych. That's him not working yeah. out. Yeah, not working out. Or cycle. Does it matter? Doesn't matter. When you're that no. size. No, it? no, no, no. But uh, then you get Lance in this role. And it's weird because everyone else is so amplified in this movie that it's it's hard to focus. You know, Linda Hamilton, uh, Michael Bain, uh, Schwarzenegger are all just at yeah. 11. So it's really difficult to focus on anybody else in it. But he has that great little comic timing with Paul Winfield. Yeah. Keeps yeah. Tr- cutting him off every time he says, oh, Sergeant, there's a... Shut up! 
Shut up. That, uh, so it mm. works. Loved him in that. Loved right. him in I that. I love you and what you did. He was so fantastic. <laughs> then he was in a couple that I heard of. It is Jagged Edge. Man, Jagged Edge is one of those things I saw previews for for the longest time. I don't know. It was one of those movies that I saw previews for over and over it's and over like again when I was a Heights. kid. Like, this is a trailer. This happened over and over again, and this? no one saw it. Yeah, me. yeah. Uh, and I also remember, that was funny, because that was, uh, let's see, Savage Dawn. Uh, I was back in the U.S. On, on, like, doing a summer vacation, going around the country. And, of course, when you're a little kid, you know, I was 11. Mm. I was 10, not yet 11. A uh, young man. All I wanted to do was watch TV. That's it. We're in New York City. Can I just watch TV? No, we're going to go into New York City. What do you want to do right now? Right now? I kind of want to watch TV. Yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> when, it, when you're 10, that's just... Uh, <laughs> um, but there was this movie called Choke Canyon mm. that there were ads for all the fuck over the place. Never saw it. No. Never, never... have had no intention of ever seeing it. But it was a thing that happened. I didn't even really become aware of... Lance Henriksen. Like, uh-huh. I'd seen him in Terminator, but he was just some guy. Right. Um, I obviously hadn't seen Dog Day Afternoon at that point in my childhood. Right. But it was Savage I, Dawn, wasn't it? No, no, no. Isn't that the one with Swayze? Was it? I think Swayze is in Savage Dawn. In Steel Dawn. Steel Dawn. Oh, never mind. I don't it's know what Savage Dawn. Dawn is. Savage Animal. Seven X. Yeah. Boom. Nice. Uh, was Near Dark. Yes. Near Dark. Then I, then I became very aware. Of Lance Hendricks. Right. I didn't hear, and here's one of those what moments? 2004. The first time I saw Near Dark. At my house? No. I never watched it with you. Oh. We might have watched part, actually, no, was it? Because I got a special edition for my birthday. I might have watched it with you, I don't know, but it was around that time. Mm -hmm. First time I saw it. Wow. Not bad for something directed by a chick. <laughs> That's offensive. Oh my god! Yeah, I, I enjoyed it, but it's one of those I think that if I'd seen it when I was younger, sure, I would have just been like, Whoa. "It blew my fucking mind." <laughs> yep, at that age, it's, it blew my fucking mind. It's a totally different take on the vampire movie. Uh, yeah, entirely from left field take on this. Like, yes. Wow. Yes, this is Bill cute. Paxton in particular. Yep. Cut this motherfucker sewed open with my spur. <laughs> it's one of the only, I think it is the only vampire film that signs fangs. Uh, yeah. Every, every other one. Yeah. I don't give a shit what it is. Innocent Blood, Byzantium. What if it has a thumbnail? What about Vamp? No. Oh, wait. Oh, no. That without no, had, that had, fangs. Yeah. It had all the fangs. Okay. Yeah. I forget. I, didn't know. I haven't uh, seen it, so I forgot. And then yeah. I remembered. Oh, wait. The poster has that on there. No. But yeah, this this one was just. Ooh. So punk rock, gritty, everything ugly, about it was nasty so, and terrible. It had that weird little kid who was really a grown man, but looked he was like, older than all of them. Yeah, looked like he looked like Paul Williams, <laughs> melted. Yeah, like a melted Paul Williams, Williams candle. Yeah. yeah, pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> I just remember the scene in the hotel where it's like, "How old are you?" And everyone's telling their stories. Mm-hmm. Well, I fought for the South. Oh yeah, what war? We lost. Nice, you. Or someone I had to keep my eye on, Mr. Hendrickson. Mm-hmm. You're going places. Yeah. yeah. Says a child. Mm-hmm. What I like about Near Dark, unlike most movies where there's a beat ass, beat down, beaten, going throughout it, mm-hmm. they never look as rough as they do at the end of this movie. No. 
At the end of this movie, these look like people who got their fucking faces kicked in for a while. All the uh, we lost the Hollywood dirt of this, the Rob Zombie films. Mm-hmm. He just loves dirty white people. That's Rob Zombie's well, bread and butter. Yeah, I want to make these disturbing, scary, dirty white folks. I don't give a fuck how disturbing and white they are. <laughs> They are nothing like how beat up and fucked up these nasty creatures of the fucking night are yeah. by the end of Near Dark. Yeah. Half burnt. Uh-huh. Just Oh, they really gross. They just fucking went for it. That gross. gross. That's it's the gross. best way to describe it. They're, they're not gross. cool vampires. They're not androgynous. They're not walking around with Brad Pitt's hair in the 90s. Yeah. They're just hideous. Dude, that was some fucking hair. That, was, that whole film was a lot of hair. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just hair upon hair. And I will say... We are supposed to be beautiful. Well, I don't know about that. It's not sexual. I remember this one girl, but it's not sexual, it's sensual. One girl in college kept me on. I was like, well, they're kind of kind kind of, of homoerotic. And no, it's not sexual, I it's mean, sensual. I mean, no Wait, one has what? any real sex as a vampire, so yeah. you can pretty much just... It doesn't really matter yeah. at this point. It's a whole new set of rules. Right. You can't really lay down the straight... Gay, yeah. You can't do that whole that whole binary trip on us, man. Because they don't use their sex organs, so that is just a gay, anti-gay, anti-vampire um, stereotype. No, no, you, you were you? Who the fuck are were you? you? Hitler? Who, who is it? Were you? Uh, yeah, this is Steve from Redondo. Oh, I see. And you're a bigot. Oh, no, you're a fucking bigot. You can call it whatever you want. Yeah. Vampires can be whatever they want. That's true. It, you can't prove that they aren't. I think you're can right, you? Steve. No, Steve, no. you've really turned no. my mind around. I think really? You're, I think you're right. Really? Think you're well, right. good. I think you're right. I good. Think you're right. I, I realize the error of my ways, and you were correct on this. Thank one. you. You. So you're not going to be fucking Hitler anymore? Um. What's your last name, Steve? My, my last name? Oh, you'd like to know that, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. It's Wojowski. No, I'm all right. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Asshole. <laughs> Much better. Yes. Beer-fueled <laughs> improvisation. Steve Wojowski. Steve Wojowski from, from Redondo. <laughs> I don't know anything about Redondo, but... Uh, Except Steve. Yeah. Um, I don't know why we started... Oh, yeah, vampires in general. <laughs> That's how we got on that. Vampires... Basically, it's what happens to anything when they start aiming for a youth market entirely. Shit gets ruined. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing seductive about this. There is nothing attractive about this. There's nothing. Speaking of, L. James yes. is releasing a new Fifty Shades of Grey book called Grey. It's going to come out on what would be Christian Grey's birthday, and the subtitle of it is Fifty Shades of Grey from Christian's point of view. Cocaine might be a hell of a drug, but ego is even more. I think that's hot. Like, somebody murdering me, it's so intimate. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That was the perfect random quote to have right there. That was, up there with up there with lube. Yeah, all I do, uh, seriously, I just shake. I don't know what's going to play. A penis in my vagina, or wherever. <laughs> <clears throat> um, what? Yeah. She's writing. She's writing it from his point of view. <laughs> See, yeah. Oh, El Fudge knows what's up. El Fudge. El, El Fudge knows. She knows. I can tw- make money coming. 
hand going? Mm-hmm. No problem. Yep. Flip the coin. Fuck. It's always going to land in my pocket. Fuck. Yeah. That is fantastic. That is goddamn brilliant. It's like that whoever person who wrote the Twilight books. Yeah. Stephanie Meyer. There you go. God damn. Oh, you ladies. Yeah. You know what's Apparently, going on. Apparently, we, we need to be a dim broad. If we want to write a book people read, we have to be a dim broad. I'm kind of a dunce goon. Yeah, no, no. no. You're not a dim broad. Oh. And there's no no offense to the other broads out there. I, I'm saying that... I what, can be dumber. I really can be. I've we, been dumber. Well, we both can be dumber. You can always be dumber. Let's go in the other direction, some motherfucker. You know what we skipped over? Aliens. Oh, that thing? Did you hear James Cameron's pitch on this? No. He went in, wrote the word aliens on the board, on the whiteboard in front of him, and then drew two lines downwards <laughs> through the S to make a dollar sign, and they were like, <laughs> sold! That's the greatest pitch in history. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cameron just like, money. That is it. That is the finest pitch I've ever heard, and mm-hmm. I have heard five of them. Yeah, that is fantastic. It really is. It really is. I don't know if, if it's not you, true. I don't it want it be. fucking I'll ruined. Fuck. I don't want. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. No. <laughs> that has to be true. Aliens. <laughs> Every producer had to be like, yeah. Uh, well, he's making a good point on um, that. He's speaking our language, so I, I have let's not. Let's do that. I have not seen that movie. Beginning to end since 1986. Really? Yeah. That is almost, almost last time I saw it. 30 years. Yeah. But I remember, like, I remember the knife scene, the pop, 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 when he was yeah. doing the, I don't know the, what that's um, called, but. A, a mumbly peg. Mm. Mumbly peg. He, uh. Sounds far less cool now that I know what it's called. <laughs> he practiced and practiced over and over with this, um, knife game uh-huh. and took a shit ton of knives with him in his bag to London. They almost didn't let him in the country because he had uh, a stack of fucking knives yeah. on top of his clothes. And he looks and talks like Lance Hendrickson? Yeah. I know. I just... Uh, like fucking Captain Kangaroo coming with a steak knife. I just want to bring a bunch of knives into your country. What? I'm what? playing Mumbly Peg. I'm sorry. That, na- that name had to have originated in England. Probably. That had to have originated in England. Because I'm sorry, England, thing. you people give the goofy... Uh, outside of Australia with naming animals and stuff... You guys give some goofy fucking names to things. Oh, it's toad in a hole. It's a spotted dick. Oh, it's a flippity wap dab. It's a, you know, like, what the, f- what it's the. It's a cute f- name for something's potentially really, yeah. really dangerous. Yes. Uh-huh. Well, it's like, uh, I forget who it was. I think it was Lennox Lewis was talking about boxing someone uh, who had a belt. It's like, so are you worried? It's like, yeah, he didn't get that belt down at his sweetie shop. God damn. And Lennox Lewis says that. He'll be like, you are correct, sir. No, he did not. It's all sweetie shops, sir. All sweetie shops, sir. Sir, yes, not a problem. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently, over during the um, shooting of Aliens, uh-huh. dollar sign, <laughs> the London crew was quite hostile to the Americans after Ridley Scott had made the first one. Um, why? God knows, because still, they're getting paid like everybody else. Still sore about that. Word. I guess. Mm-hmm. But uh, some guy had given thrown shade at Lance the whole time. Mm-hmm. And, and so Lance shot, killed Lance him with like, knives. <laughs> just looked over in the middle of this, you know, everything going on. Are you a fucking wise guy? <laughs> <laughs> so he's 
puzzled because you know what yeah. the fuck a wise guy is from a can of paint. Are you a fucking wise guy? Or Are you a, a fizzly widget? I'm 103rd in New York. Yeah. I don't know the fuck your problem is, Shorty, but I'm going to knock you out. I hitchhiked across country when I was oh, fuck 12. you. Yes. Holy shit. That would have been a bad time for whoever that was. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it all worked out. But that was the initial stages of shooting aliens, according to Lance Erickson. Yeah. A fucking knife thing still blows my mind. Yeah. Just because uh, whose hand was that that they put on top of it? No idea. I don't uh, but just the freak out. The whoa. <laughs> so great. So, it's good stuff. Fucking great. And he uh, as if he were a twelve-year-old version of himself. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Well done. Well, let's be honest. The twelve-year-old version of Lance Hendrickson after the life he had could whip my ass now. Well, probably beat. He me called with himself fuck, innocent at twelve. Probably so. beat me with a fucking chain. Yeah. Um, then now here's what I love about Lance. Can I tell you this? Can, can I? Can I finish? Can I can I finish? <laughs> yeah. sir, sir? Sir? Are you going to let me explain? I want to explain here. I'm going to tell you what's going on, all right, sir? Sir. What I like about Lance... Sir? Sir. What I, what I like about Lance Hendrickson is he always plays pretty hardcore badass. For the most part. Then Pumpkinhead rolls around. Where he plays the greatest dad he ever? He's the greatest dad imaginable. Like, not just the greatest dad ever. If you were to say, come up with a dad that is more doting and adoring and just amazing than him, you couldn't fucking do it. And Lance played it with absolute, genuine, authentic joy, and he looked, that kid was the fucking apple of his eye, and he adored that child unquestionably, so that when he turns into Punkyhead, Punkyhead, it's totally believable. Yes. And I remember seeing that. That's called motivation, writers. I saw that with... uh, um, with an ex of mine oh. at one of the late night things at the draft house. Uh, we used to go to all of those. Like that, that, honestly, the one aspect of a relationship, I miss going to the draft house all the time with Courtney. Because she was, she wanted like any weird bullshit. I'd be like, let's go see this. She'd be like, okay. Hey, there's... Cream? No, thank you. I take it back. <laughs> like my man. That's... No. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, I want to go see this weird horror movie you've never, like, uh, weird, what? yeah, let's go. Terror, ter- let, let's go. No questions fucking asked. That's good. Literally, Monday night we would be at Music Monday, Tuesday night Terror Tuesday, Wednesday night Weird Wednesday, every fucking week, all the time. It was That's awesome. Fun. We went and saw Pumpkinhead. One woman saw Pumpkinhead with me. And both of us afterwards were like, holy shit, I'm genuinely heartbroken for Lance Henderson's yeah. character in that. Yes. I'm genuinely fucking shattered. Awful that, fucking kids, man. That Ed Harley. Mm. Ed Harley. Mm, Ed Harley. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that was, I'm not hallucinating, that was Fletch's Harley Davidson character, wasn't it? Ed Harley? Ed Harley. Remember when he went to the biker bar? Oh. Yeah. Ed Harley. We screwed over Davidson and just took the... That it was Ed yeah. Harley. Ed, Ed Harley. Ed that's Ed. how my memory works. Um, he was so great, and the people, the other guys, were such shit. Yeah, oh my awful. god! Even if they hadn't hurt his kid, you kind of wanted want, him well, to turn into Pumpkinhead pumpkin anyway. And kill these assholves. Uh, y'all shit's getting wrecked. Y'all pricks. So sorry. So demon you. <laughs> yeah, but Lance. Oh my god! Yeah. He was so. He's so fucking great. You just great. Oh, it makes you jealous of. I don't care how good your dad was. wasn't as good as Ed Harley. My dad was really good. He is pretty really good. But yeah. I don't know about that whole turning into a demon thing. Mm. Maybe you ever know what Dudley? Hey, Dudley. <laughs> just biding his time. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, pumpkin. 
And whenever I see Pumpkinhead, I just remember whenever Rosie O'Donnell would talk about warring with Howard Stern, he's like, she's like, no, no, I don't want to deal with this. I don't want your fans throwing shit at me. Call me Pumpkinhead. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I forgot about that. Holy shit. That's I would awful. rather die than have the Howard Stern army turn against me. Oh, that god. sounds like it would be the oh my god. Oh. Call me Pumpkinhead. You're Pumpkinhead, huh? You're Pumpkinhead it is. Now, we could talk about Johnny Handsome, which I don't remember very well. That's uh, Mickey, wait, Mickey Mickey Rourke, where he was that. all ugly and cut, uh, all uglied up, and then they fixed his face and shit. Um, nope. I didn't see Beauty and the Beast, the TV show with Ron Perlman. Oh, I saw that. I don't remember him there at all. Uh, he played Snow in one episode in 1989. That'd be why I don't remember Snow. Um, but I do, I do believe we can discuss that next film. Which is a little, uh, little art house film called Stone Cold. I did see Pit and the Pendulum. Really? I believe that was a... Edgar Allan Poe? No, no. No. Yes, but... Uh, <laughs> no? What? God damn, this uh, fool was in full a... Full Moon Productions or one of those... Is they that made like, a... the, like they did Red Shoe Diaries and shit? No, they no. did a shit ton of um, horror revival stuff in the uh, 90s. Oh, it doesn't matter. Dude, but this, I saw that. It wasn't bad. I was like, I, I'm just going to, because I don't remember any of them. This motherfucker was like the patron saint of Tales from the Crypt. Oh, yeah. At one point. But let's talk Stone Cold. Yeah. A.K.A. the least effective cop who ever lived. Mm-hmm. A cop who authentically made shit worse by showing up. Yeah. For those who don't know, Stone Cold is the story of... Joe Huff. <laughs> Joe Huff. A, uh, a a police officer who's brought in to go after a biker game cleverly called the Brotherhood. Correct. After <laughs> Trouble Owens mm-hmm. shows up at a wedding that's done in a, a christening. A christening. Oh, it's a christening. Christening. So much worse. In a uh, sort of black box theater church somewhere. Which I'm sorry, it looked like it looked like one of those black box shows where there's a floating window that's connected to nothing, and it's mm-hmm. all black. It's like that episode of Family Ties where Alex's friend dies and he has to go to therapy and Michael J. Fox is like, <laughs> Emmys can't ignore this. Right. Um, but <laughs> fuck hell, they did. Yeah, they did. Um, and then the, he shoots him and they go, you gotta go, you gotta go. And, he gets, and it starts out with Brian uh, Bosworth mm-hmm. in this European cut thong. Uh, didn't he? Didn't isn't this one of those where he made like the nasty blender food? The beginning, the beginning? of this film is Boz. Uh, we're we're assuming post workout uh, in his eighties workout finery. Oh, and there making was a no shake. better fucking there's, finery than that. Uh, there's uh, bananas and some peanut butter, I believe, a Snickers or two. Mm-hmm. Um, and then potato chips happen. You're like, wait a minute. Whoa. There's something queer about this. is odd. This. And then, of course, he feeds that shake to his Komodo dragon. Komodo, yeah. Because, yeah, he's got a Komodo <laughs> dragon. You know you're in different territory when that happens, with a Komodo dragon. And then he sits down when Lance shows up next to this unbelievable young lady. Uh-huh. That is for years just been known as Haya. Uh-huh. She says Haya. Smoke show. Holy God. Mm-hmm. 
rather pretty. Really? And then we go into the... Uh, Classic misdirection. Nope, nope. No? I mean it. She is fine. Then they go to the grocery store. There's a cleanup on aisle four thing. Uh-huh. A la Cobra. Yeah. Without the way of the new world. It's just some crazy... I, what I love is how back in the 80s, a basic... A basic fucking armed robbery that would have ended with no casualties, no harm, no. just some dudes running off with the with the till, mm-hmm. ends in the wanton destruction of the place mm-hmm. and at least two dead. Yeah. Because yeah. Mm-hmm. of the cop. Yeah. In his uh, giant duster. Dusters. Oh. Yeah. Look, man, I'll pay for the damn thing because he's eating cookies. Oh, I've seen so Stone Cold. I've only seen it like like twice and I'm once gonna, was with I'm you. I'm going to go conservative uh-huh. and say 30 times. <laughs> I am burping a lot. I here. love this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clearly. Undeniable. <laughs> so clearly. The original director, according to Lance Hendrickson, um, mm. started shooting. The original script apparently was a piece of shit. He wrote it. Uh, the yeah. guy that wrote it also directed it. His dailies came in. I think he started shooting about two or three days. Uh, fired immediately. Yeah. After they got a wind of his dailies. Sushi, booze, and soft cheeses. I'm also supposed to abstain from bus crashes. That too. The movie was a bus crash at that point. See, fired immediately. In. Yeah. Brought in Craig uh, Baxley, and the script. All of Lance's dialogue apparently was all biblical references, and and often like like straight scripture yeah, quotes straight for the most polls. part. Yeah. So Lance said, "I, I just can't do this." So he. he Corner, like, he basically you know, cornered this Craig. This is not going to work. He cornered Craig Baxley at the hotel, went and had some beers and said, look. Took out a suitcase full of knives. Yeah. I, I, uh, I don't want to change your narrative, necessarily, but uh, <laughs> we, this isn't going to work. Yeah. Th- this, people, we, people are going to hate this. People are going to hear this coming out of my mouth, and, it'll be, and according to Lance, this is a direct quote, it'll be like, just me taking a shit. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Other I don't than either. It can't be good. No. So... Basically, <laughs> every scene he had with whoever he had it that day of shooting, right. he walked into the trailer or whatever, and they improv it. Mm-hmm. Gave them a basic outline of what they're going to do. And yeah. he improv every line in that film. Well, every one of them. Either, you're either going to be the biggest pork chop I ever ate or my bulldozer. That is Lance Henderson writing. Oh. And bear in mind, at this point, he'd been I'll making cut his movies. Arms and legs off and weld them in the tank and drop them in the bayou. That's Lance Hendrickson, dude. Bear in mind, at that point, he'd been making movies what twenty eight years. <laughs> so he pretty much has motherfucking it. knew what he was talking about. At it's that fantastic. Point. There are a couple lines that <laughs> they're head scratchers. Yeah, but they tend to be the ones that have some sort of biblical reference. Yeah, uh, the devil was a rebel angel. Rebel angel. You want to learn to fuck with the living? You got to fuck with the dead. I don't know what that means. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Lance doesn't know what it means. What I loved is you put him and Bill Forsyth on screen, and it's the most fucking hypnotic thing. It's like a big old bam bam. Bam bam. Ice Hensley, dude. Oh. So fucking I was hypnotic. almost in a band called Ice Hensley. <laughs> My favorite. That's how much I love this. This movie is the most indicative of the 80s ever because the 80s was the time of the glass bullet that shattered upon impacting the first thing it hit. Because um, yeah. Forsyth puts the empty beer, the beer can on his shoulder, yep. and Hendrickson shoots it off with a with a an Uzi. Mm-mm. Nope, no, it's uh, Mudfish, I believe. Oh, Mudfish and Ice Hensley are out shooting at a rally. Okay, when uh, Joe Huff, mm-hmm. uh, John Stone, John comes Stone. rolling into the compound. 
not compound. The uh, where they're where they're hanging out. The yeah, big party. The rally in front of the compound, and they're having this shoot off with Dixie beers here, hither and thither, mm-hmm. on the shoulder, on the head, with pistols. Yeah. And then uh, Mudfish puts one on his head or whatever, and Ice pulls out an Uzi. Uh-huh, yeah. Automatic weapon of some sort. Right. And starts firing, you know. And there are people standing and behind him. They would all have been dead. Yeah. Nobody even no. Nobody even flinched as if, holy shit, that guy is shooting an Uzi at me. You would think you'd have a DP go, um... You think you would have had a lot of people shit their pants and die? Yeah. That would have happened. I tell you that right now. But yeah, that's yeah. that's the best thing about Stone Cold. All of his lines completely oh, yeah. made up. And and then then he dresses up up like a preacher in the end. Priest. A yeah. priest. I mean preacher, priest, whatever. You get all Catholic on me, so <laughs> um and it ends in the least effective shootout in the end of a movie ever. Because the Supreme Court of Mississippi question. being slaughtered. Does Chains Cooper, that was his character, yes, fail in attaining his ultimate goal? No. The no. whip is cracked. Yeah. He kills Whipperton. He killed the Supreme Court. He kills God knows how many cops. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a big box with a check for the Brotherhood. The whip's cracked. So had... Had Joe Huff not shown up at all, would things have ended any differently? No, no. They may have made it. A, they may have gotten away. They may but have gotten John away. Stone slash Joe Huff did uh. not shoot Lance Hendrickson. Uh. Slash Chance Cooper. Uh-huh. It was fucking Lance, a uh. guy named Lance. Here's the thing. I'll argue fewer people would have died had he not shown up. Probably fewer cops would have lost their lives. Absolutely, that's a fact. Yeah. He would have gone in there, would have been... shot the Supreme Court, shot Whipperton, probably shot any cops who tried to stop him in the courtroom, yeah. and then bounced with AWOL and the, and the chopper. Yeah. People who haven't seen this movie have no idea, but I, I know. Your facts, are, your facts are undeniable, sir. I watched it with you many years ago. When we were probably, and I wish that I was exaggerating this number, 25 beers into it oh, yeah, yeah. each, sure, and got your commentary on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't want to Remember those days when that would, yeah, we, we'd each had about, you know, at that point we were probably at our, you know, second case each. We had to, we had to go to the wagon bag and then stop at Wendy's on the way back. Yeah, of course. Maybe go get a deli tray. <laughs> I walked, you never know. I walked through a hole in the fence to buy that deli tray. Work that sentence in any conversation and everyone will pause and look at you like, the fuck did you just say? And I did. I walked through a hole in the fence to get that deli tray. <laughs> we need to go back to that H E B sometime just Thank for old sake. Just for old time's sake. Um, he was in a version of The Last Samurai. Yeah. Johnny Congo. Sure. Alien 3, I don't remember very well. Not very good. He was in the Super Mario Brothers movie. Yeah. I don't recollect that. It one, oh, not, yeah. Not one goddamn bit. Now we're about to enter into the second salad days for him. <laughs> uh, first off, hard target. Mm. Fouchon. Fouchon. Here's my problem with this. His character was a badass. Mm-hmm. A grenade gets thrown into his lap. Now, Clarkson, I'm just going to spitball here. We're going to improv this. Okay. You are a man who is knowledgeable in the ways of explosives. Mm-hmm. A hand grenade gets dropped in your lap. 
First thing you do. Throw it out. Throw it away. Yeah. Throw it away. Okay. As far away from me as possible. Would, by any chance, would you attempt to defuse it? No. Why not? No. Because it's going to blow up. Well, because simply throwing it's easier. Yeah, well, it's going to blow up? Yeah. He, he, un- <laughs> he has a grenade lands in his lap, and he unscrews the top no. and pulls the fuse out of it so it doesn't blow up. But what's the problem, Clarkson? No! <laughs> what does he do wrong? He holds it too close. And biggity and it bam. arcs and bam. Here's what I love most about Hollywood. They think that grenades are just missiles full of gasoline. Yeah. No. No. No, basically a grenade is a a very powerful firework covered in metal yeah. that is designed to fire that metal and rip your guts up. Yeah. Shatter a, sh- a shrapnel delivery system. Exactly. Exactly. <sighs> no, I throw, throw it away. That was... Uh, hard Target was supposed to end with the boat chase scene that was at the end of Face Off, which, by the way, you need to listen to the How Did This Get Made live show about Face Off. Wow. Because Manzook is like... A child dies. His son dies in his arms, and that's the cold open. (laughs) Hard Target was, in many ways, John Woo's finest film. And I'm going to give you one reason why. I buy that. The Killer is a goddamn masterpiece. Hard-boiled, possibly the greatest action film ever made that's not Hard Target. A Better Tomorrow 1, 2, and 3. Fantastic. Uh, actually, he didn't direct three, so one and two. Mm. A bullet to the head, magnificent. Do any of those movies feature Wilfred Brimley <laughs> riding a horse, holding a bow over his head? No, no. Then they are not the best <laughs> movie get ever shot made. By Lance Henriksen, yeah. I believe. Not the best movie ever or made. Shaft. Because no matter what, Hard Target can say we got a scene where Wilfred Brimley rides a horse. In slow motion, holding a bow over his head. This this is a valid argument. (laughs) Beyond valid. It's fucking airtight. Yeah, that's good. That's Mm -hmm. good. But yes, hard target is bananas. Bananas. And the greatest explanation for Jean-Claude Van Damme's accent ever, he's Cajun. His character's name is Chance. Clarkson, do you know why his character's name is Chance? Because my mama took one. Because my mama took one. (laughs) That's why. It's so fucking goofy. It's so fucking goofy. Fantastic. <laughs> oh, man. He followed up Hard Target with a, a movie that's not as bad as people want to make it out to be. The Quick and the Dead. His character yeah, is right. fucking interesting in it. Sure. Just put an ace of spades. People know. When Gene Hackman takes him out, that is the most brutal fucking thing ever. Yeah. Just... Picks him apart slowly. Hendrickson in a Western, that is what you want Lance Hendrickson in a yeah, Western to look fine. like. Even skipping ahead, though, we, that we are. Mm. Appaloosa. Oh, yeah. That's just fine. That's I, just a fine, slow-paced Western. Oh, yeah. <sighs> it is slow. Some bitch is slow. Here's the thing. Wait, 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 wait. Appaloosa in a Western. Appaloosa is a cowboy picture. Well, it's a Western. It's a cowboy picture. Uh, open Range is a cowboy picture. Dad, uh, yes, I understand uh, you and Mom uh, went to see Open Range. What you think? Not enough cows. Okay, Dad. Dad's review of <laughs> Open Range. I can, ever since I had Mr. Saunders, as psychology teacher at John Marshall High School in San Antonio, he's like, 
I don't watch much TV. Let's just cowboy picture on. <laughs> oh, I'll stay up all night to watch a cowboy picture. And th- like that has stuck with me ever since. Cowboy picture. Fucking cowboy picture. Yeah. Oh, I want to make a cowboy picture. He followed that up with powder. Don't forget No Escape. With Ray Liotta. He, oh, oh, was that? that the one with the explosive things? Yeah, yeah. That was really... Was that really? No, that's the one with Rudger Howe. Oh, yeah, Red Gray. Yeah. No, it's Oh, that was the was islandy island. thing. I have not yeah, yeah. seen that. I saw it once. Was it good? I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Lance Henriksen and Ray yeah. Liotta, so. Could be bad. There you go. Powder. Powder. Have you seen Powder? Once. <sighs> Same here. You don't remember When it was in powder. the theater, and it was odd. I know that that is Sean Patrick Flannery as mm-hmm. Powder. Pre-Coke. pre coke <laughs> pre Allegedly, in my opinion. <laughs> wow. Um, Soda. And the it, I just remember being able to tell, wow, this movie sort of feels like it was directed by a pedophile. What? And you know what? I was right. <sighs> See a bro to get that booty act away. <laughs> Lay it down and smack <laughs> him. Come back to me. Exactly. Exactly. All of this has been leading us up. To the thing you want to talk about. Millennium. That's right. Millennium. The day Lincoln was shot. <laughs> the day. Where he played Abraham Lincoln. Uh, that, hey, fuck you, Daniel Day-Lewis. That's right. Fuck, fuck you. you, Daniel Day-Lewis. Tell him I said it. No, Tell him fuck. I said it. Tell him. What you going to do? What's cobble, come over and come, cobble some yeah, shoes. Yeah, make me some shoes. Make me some shoes, Day-Lewis. Make do me it. some shoes. Uh, Just kidding. We love you. Uh, Millennium. Millennium. That was, uh, that show, um, was, uh... A bit heavy. That's not the theme song. I, 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 I about that. That's right, England. You did this. That's right. That was the that was the theme song to That was Mark Snow's first pass. <laughs> I only watched the first handful of episodes. I remember the first episode had John Hawks being fucking awesome in it. Because John Hawks has two speeds being awesome and not being in it. And I am ninety nine point nine percent certain I'm gonna look it up right now that it was John Hawks. He was that I think he was in it. I don't think he was in the pilot. I re- recollect him being in the first episode, that guy who worked at that farm and had killed them peoples in that farm. No, that's the Judge episode. It was. That's season one, but it's it not wasn't the, pilot. the it was no. It was in the first few. It was in the first season. Yeah. Yeah, I'm almost positive first season. Yeah. He's the guy that works for that judge who... Um, and when he gets caught having killed people, he's like, Okay. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. He just shrugs. It literally yeah, no. fucking I, I think, shrugs I think it that's off. that's the like, judge. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so I don't care. I don't kill him. But the pilot... What do you want? <laughs> his He had to be kind of talked into playing the character and doing TV to begin with. Right. This got, is back when TV was not the fucking no. amazing thing that it is now. 
his uh, agent sent him the script and didn't tell him it was a pilot. The script didn't say pilot either. It just said Millennium. Right. Read it. Loved it. Wanted to meet with the uh, creator. Met at a restaurant. Talked about it, whatever, and said, okay, let's do it. Fourth episode. John Hawks, fourth episode. Um, Sorry. They met at a restaurant. Whatever. They talked about it, made it happen. And when they went to film the first scene, which was Frank Black, uh, who was an FBI profiler in the show, uh, he went to do his normal acting thing. His thing, yeah. And Chris Carter says, okay, you can't use your hands. I, you can't use your shoulders. You can't use anything. I yeah. want him down and deliver. Nice. Because if you use your hands, you're selling. You're not a seller. Yeah. You're a profiler. You're telling facts. You're just wow. laying it out. So keep them down to your sides. <laughs> um, Lance said, by the end of the series, felt like his fucking arms were down to his legs. Because <laughs> he just, everything, you don't think about it watching no, the show. No, you don't. But, uh-uh. But that's what Frank does. Everything is just delivered so... And that shit is... Matter of fact, as it is, despite just how far out some of this stuff goes as far as the serial killing and killers are in the show, and the plots that go between season two and three, which get far fucking out. You mentioned that. Imagine Hugh Hugh Dancy in Hannibal. Yeah. Totally comes from that, just doesn't move the arm. By the way, the previews for that new one... Oh! Oh, There are a lot of parallels between yeah. uh, Millennium and Hannibal. So much so that when he shows up, Lance Henderson, I mean, uh-huh. I almost jumped out. What episode was couch. he in? He was the guy that uh, had the totem pole on the beach. Oh. Which was a particularly disturbing episode. Yeah. Parti- yeah. Particularly. To say a particularly disturbing episode of Hannibal it's is like saying something. it's a particularly bad hammer murder. Right. Well... <laughs> That show is shocking. You can get away with it on network TV. But remember, back in fucking 1996, 96, yo, that first season of Millennium is so fucking disturbing. Oh, good God. So dark. That's why I stopped watching it. It did not go over with enough people because it wasn't enough for procedural. It was too dark. I don't want to. I want to say too cerebral because that's just that's not the case. That just makes you sound like you're a jag. It's just not. It's it just didn't yeah. deal with the the uh, you know X's and O's of the investigation. Right. It, it delved a little deeper. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, there was some shit that went down. You can't believe this happened on television. No. Especially in the nineties. Oh yeah. And that whole. Millennium Scare thing they tie the show into, I think, actually is a weakness. Yeah, so do I. Because that's what kind of got me less interested. Five, five, two thousand. The yeah. day of the greatest season planetary two, season three. That's when I stopped watching. Things was, get wacky. I mean, it's fun in an X Files. That weird kind of dude thing. with all the books, where he was just oh, it's all things in the public record, but he's tying stuff together. Yeah, I mean that's fun. It uh-huh. is fun. There's no doubt about it. It's fun in a. Fucking coast-to-coast kind of way. But season one... Art Bell. But yeah, by itself, still stands up. Yeah. I don't give a fuck what you have. Yeah. Or or, or against whatever. Hannibal, Millennium Season 1, they're looking at each other in the eye. Yeah, yeah. Style notwithstanding. Mm Mm-hmm. Because... Chris Carter basically created that show after watching Seven, thinking I'd like to do something like that and yeah. build a oh, little deeper. Totally felt well, like it, Seven. It is. Yeah. it is fucking Seven. It's filmed in Seattle, but it's raining all the time. Yeah, everyone's everything hey, it is can't just, rain all the time. Yes, it can. <laughs> Gross as, as we learned this past week, 
When Lake Travis gained 30 feet in a week. Thank God. At least they can shut up at the fucking lake. Yeah. It's a never-ending drought. <laughs> so, that is uh, some dark shit. Yeah. Also, season two, before there was Going Clear, there was a scathing indictment of Scientology in an episode called Jose Chung's Doomsday Device. Really? First starring, off, starring uh, that uh, Nelson Riley as the Charles- writer. <laughs> 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 oh yeah. wow! Yeah, it is fucking fantastic. Wow. You spend a season and a half of Frank Black never smiling unless he's with his daughter and his wife at his yellow yeah. house. It's yeah. all fucking darkness, uh-huh. and then you get a comic twist. It is some of the finest fucking writing I have ever seen. It is glorious. Mm-hmm. Speaking of going clear, that reminds me. Have you heard of that uh, Indiana church, the the marijuana church that some guys started? It's a church. Joe Rogan? No, 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 no. It's in Indiana. It's in Indiana. They just got tax exempt status from the IRS. Oh my! (laughs) Judas gonna be a cocksucker. Yeah. Uh, God damn! Can you imagine what it's gonna be like when that shit gets legal? Like give us Hi. give us gummy. the creative gummy bears. We're gonna do a show. Then give me the giggly gummy bears. I'm gonna watch TV. Let's make this happen. <laughs> All right, it'll be just fine. I have not anyway, seen his Tarzan. Is fucking fantastic. Have not seen his Tarzan. Uh, Scream three. John Milton. That Remember alone. That at all turns me like out. at all. Alien vs Predator. Haven't seen. Don't care. Uh, but, but the video game Gun. Here's the thing about Gun. It was a Western. He played the the terminal boss, a heavy bad guy. Okay. From this video. Fun as shit, and he was awesome. Well, he's always was. Fucking Lance Hendrickson playing uh, Thomas Magruder. Hmm. Now he did a lot of video games. Yes, he did. And then he was the voice of Brainiac. Now, I'm not saying... Oh, oh, hold on. Let's see. Uh, Pirates of Treasure Island. Uh, then... Awful Canawful? Awful Knoffel in an Evil Knievel movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the one produced by Mel Gibson. Uh, wow. Mm-hmm. I'm sold. Uh, now, at, I'm going to say, I, from a handful of, the, of some of the movies that he was in, he I think he hooked up with uh, the folks at the Asylum, with Pirates of Treasure Island. <laughs> hey, man. But then he... I should work for that company. Oh, w- you? Fine. Us. Us, no. us should work. <laughs> then he was in a movie that I wrote off until you pointed out the unmitigated genius of it and the fact that who knew Michael Clark Duncan was funnier than everyone else in Broken right. Lizard with fucking Slam and Salmon. All wrestling in a restaurant <laughs> opens the door and says, Miami. Miami. Men's Andrew? <laughs> Why the f- Everything about him was a nose joke. The fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Dressed him down to John about that. <laughs> oh my god! No, no, it was a choice. It was a choice. It was Apparently, I... he wrote, a, according to the podcast interview on mm-hmm. Chewing It with Lance, Lance Hendrickson. He uh, said there was a line he he wrote spontaneously in a scene uh, when when the, when the waitress came up to take their order that got cut out. It's like, what can I start you off? Can, can, what can I start you off with? And he says, I like the world. I like the earth to just open up and swallow me whole and some soup. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> that should have fucking stayed. That totally should have stayed. Although, honestly, as much as I love everything else in that movie, that is one that I walk away from. No, 
film has ever made me sadder at the death of an actor Ugh. than that does for Michael. Because I saw that with Michael Clark Duncan in that movie, that man should have been doing nothing but comedy from that point forward. And I should have gotten it from, uh, hold on, hold on. Because we knew he was funny. We knew he could deliver a funny line. Oh, yeah. And it's going to take me forever to find this, and Don't I'm going to hate it. Don't you put my... that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Don't you put <laughs> It is, I think it might be on this one. Somewhere on one of my multitude of playlists, I have Michael Clark Duncan screaming the, <laughs> Don't you put, put that, that evil on me. Don't you put evil on me Ricky Bobby don't you put that evil on me Ricky Bobby it's great because it's funny up to that point he fucking steals the show from Will Ferrell yeah. with one goddamn. don't you put that evil on me Ricky Bobby because his perf- he, the way he delivers it is so totally sad. I hope you have sons that are strong and and you're proud and one day they have their legs taken away from them and instead of it being like whatever don't you put evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> oh I want maraschino cherries on, on everything. Did you know maraschino cherries are named after the boxer Rocky Mar- Maraschino? Actually, it's uh, Rocky Marciano, champ. <laughs> Whatever, motherfucker! Whatever, motherfucker! What I love about that is the wounded child face he has afterwards. Like, God. Slamming salmon is the most underappreciated That's comedy. not what I said. That's not what I said. If... If ifs and buts were candy and nuts, we'd all oh, have America. Telma said that, and she translates. It, that's it, not what I said. And but what? Can- that's not what I said. <laughs> that's not what I said. <laughs> just, just the look on his face when he said, "I want." When I was training for the fracas in Caracas, <laughs> I ah, ran with a baby camel on my back. So you will understand why I find it bemusing <laughs> that you are trying to run away. <laughs> that movie is so fucking funny. <laughs> and I was skeptical about slamming salmon. Oh yeah, like, uh, Club Dread was kind of a letdown for me. Uh huh. It wasn't bad, but it just wasn't as funny. Mm-hmm. Slamming salmon. Oh god, slamming salmon. Michael was... Clark Duncan, man, that's where it's at. That dude ripped the fucking god rim off with, without without a blink, <sighs> without a fucking hesitation. Uh, I'm trying to find. It's so good. I'm trying to find. Where the fuck is it? Oh, because the only <laughs> thing better than any of that. Are you lampooning me, meat drapes? You lampooning me, meat drapes? You lampooning me, meat drapes? Padropides. How come it doesn't sound like that when I say it? Like meat say drapes. It. Pirates of Treasure Island and Dr. John Coven in The Da Vinci Treasure. <laughs> I need to watch that. Oh my God. That's I all I can say. That. Yeah, I, I need to watch need... that. And we need to watch fucking Grimm's Avengers with follower of show Casper Van Dien. Done. Grimm's Avengers. Grimm's Avengers. Grimm's Avengers. My wife's eyes are rolling in the back of her head right now. She didn't even know why. Nobody watched this. Avengers. Casper Van Dien plays a big bad wolf and all these other. <laughs> what, what the fuck? And hear me out. And the rest of these guys are all like uh, Grimm's Adventures or Grimm's Fairy Tale characters as a superhero team. But Casper Van Dien's a bad guy. <laughs> Lou Ferrigno's in it. As I don't know what. Ooh, yes. Grimm's Avengers. That's going to be a double feature with Whiplash. Yeah, pretty much has to be. <laughs> 
Done. When we write, quote, unquote, mm-hmm. again. We probably actually will write more doing well, that. Oh, goodness, yes. <laughs> anyway. We'll figure it out. Then from there, man, we go into a bunch of shit that ain't been made. Look, a lot he of was writer, awesome in the blacklist. Lots of actors do lots of things for money, and uh-huh. that's fine. But not many of them do a South American soap opera. <laughs> yes! Have you seen this? No, I have. I, saw, I have. Is it, is I watched a whole episode, or most of an episode. <clears throat> from as, from whence? Uh, on the YouTube. What country does it originate in? I, I think it's Brazil. Oh. I'm not sure. So it's for real crazy. Yeah. But oh. he speaks English. <laughs> and they either dub him in, or in the one I saw, he's just explaining what's going on because he's a doctor who's <laughs> investigating mutants. <laughs> And the guy in the Oakley sunglasses from 1995 is translating it to the girl who gets so upset about what she hears, she starts uh, blowing up plates and, and tables at, at this restaurant they're at after a particularly long pause. Yeah. Really long. I can't explain it to you. But uh, he, he, he's, he, oh my God. he's noted as saying he can't believe how much he got paid to do that because they didn't film it down in South America. Th- all the stuff that they filmed with him as Dr. Walker, they came up to Miami. Wow. Miami. He's got a huge check. Miami. He's <laughs> got a huge check for these six episodes. Fucking A, man. Fuck yes. I cannot yes, fault man. that man for that what one goddamn telenovela day. do you want me to star in, Latin I'll do America? It. Yeah. I'll do it. Dude, lie. Tell him I'm Brad Pitt. Yeah. Well, let's not go that far. Tell him I'm Steven. I'm to- Randall Tex Cobb. <laughs> yes, I am Steven Tobolowski. So they'll believe it. Not, 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 not out of any other reason. The fact that that we're just doughy Americans. Of course, we must be that guy. We all are this way. We all are him. <clears throat> so well, I think that uh, is there anything else of of Lance that we need to discuss? Well, there's plenty of stuff. Well, um, <laughs> but, but I will, I will, I will uh, give you a retort to that. Astronaut, the last push is there. Okay. Red Princess Blues, uh, <laughs> colon Genesis, the dog who saved Halloween. Oh, Memphis Beat, Monster Brawl, where he plays God. I remember this. Oh wow! Yeah, Jennifer's Body. Don't remember that at all. I I remember little from that movie because I watched it on my iPhone at the gym on New Year's Eve, and then just stopped. I see. I see. It's like, eh, okay. So yeah. Does that uh? Yeah, pretty much. Man. We were we were roaring for a while there, but did a lot uh, of stuff. He did. He that is a an impressive <laughs> fucking resume. Yeah. So uh, I think is that a. I think are so. we at the end of it here? Yeah. Wow. God. First off, thank you all for listening to us again. Um, You're nothing but an egg sucking dog. That's right, and don't you ever forget it. Um, remember, rate and review us on iTunes. Check us out at www.thefilmfugs.com. We are also available on both Facebook and Twitter. Don't forget to join our Summer Movie League. The Film Thugs 2015 Password Porterhouse. You can also email us at thefilmthugs at gmail.com or thugquestions at gmail.com. That will get you through in a way that you can ask us a question that we won't know until we're answering it on the show. Also, 512-666-RANT. That will let you leave us a voicemail that will be part of a hilarious bit on this show. Uh, additionally, the underscore films un- film underscore thugs on Skype. Also, 
keep an eye out. In the next few days, we will be releasing some more Life Masters. If for no other reason, then that will give us an excuse to record more. You lucky people. Yes. Is there anything else? You are the leading asshole in the state. Thank you very much. Saxophone.